Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today, and if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. They use the same 5G network, same cell towers as the big carriers, and most families saving close to $1,000 a month. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, that's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. Hey, warmer days remind us of fond summer memories. Now you can make those moments year-round with a Michael Phelps swim spa by our friends at Master Spas, and that combines the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool. Now Master Spas technology is incredible with LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful water jets installed in just one day. You're going to love it. Proudly made in America. Use the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. That's masterspas.com for up to $1,000 off. You can exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com. Can you believe it? America's so humiliating, so embarrassing, so unconscionable, and everyone's turned the page. Anyway, our thoughts and prayers are with them always. We cannot forget them. Uh, glad you're with us. Glad it's Friday. I'm sure I'm not alone in that sentiment. Uh, I saw this. Joe Biden won't finish the border wall that Donald Trump started. As a matter of fact, when the Texas uh, when Texas law enforcement built a fence and locked the fence, in comes Joe Biden's department, uh, you know, Border Patrol agents against the will of the governor of Texas and unlocks the key and lets everybody in. And then, of course, they get the preferential treatment. No COVID test, no vaccine mandate. You get a Biden phone, you get transportation. Oh, to some city or state. I like the idea of what, what Greg Abbott is doing. Just keep sending them to New York and, and California and Washington, D.C. You know, I, I just keep doing it. And keep inviting all these governors to come down and let them see firsthand what, what Texas and Arizona and all these other states are dealing with on a, on a daily basis. But Joe Biden is not against building walls because he's building a brand new, beautiful wall that's costing you, the American taxpayer, a security fence at nearly $500,000. It's at his uh, summer house on the beach somewhere in, in Delaware, Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, but anyway, in September of 2021, Department of Homeland Security awarded five, $456,548 to a Sussex County company, why didn't they just give the give the deal to Hunter? <laughs> just could have gone right right in his pocket. Anyway, I'm not against security for elected officials. Our presidents, they got to be protected, just like law enforcement. They've got to be protected um, under all circumstances. That's not political, but it's it is worthy to note that walls work. You know, uh, I wouldn't be a bad idea to build barriers, a perimeter around the Capitol. 
I know everyone's so fixated on the politics surrounding January 6th. What are they going to do to prevent anything like that from happening again? What are you going to do to protect cities and not have the summer of 2020 ever unfold again? You know, things that I know, tough questions that nobody seemed to want to want to ask. Anyway, a lot of ground to get to today. Um, This was interesting in The Washington Times that the Biden Department of Justice now has come up with a brand new excuse for why they couldn't wait a single second longer to send an FBI raiding party to search Mar-a-Lago. Now, stop and remember that the National Archives wrote a very nice letter thanking the Trump people for all their cooperation and getting all the archive material to them, 15 boxes worth of it. And in June, the DOJ and the FBI actually were at Mar-a-Lago. They're the ones that requested a padlock. So the DOJ's new alibi is going something like this, that the FBI's Russia hoax squad was deeply worried that Trump would destroy the documents that he had in his possession, so they had to strike immediately. That's what they're now claiming. By the way, the same people that worked on Operation Crossfire Hurricane and the Justice Department officials under federal judge, you know, well, they went to the magistrate, the Trump-hating magistrate, the Obama-loving magistrate, the magistrate who previously recused himself because of his hatred of Donald Trump from a case, but anyway, Justice Department officials urging a, a federal judge to keep under wraps the search warrant, the affidavit in the raid of Donald Trump's home, the justification for why they did it, fearing that he would destroy evidence, according to court documents unsealed today. And uh, Now, in a motion filed three days before more than 30 armed agents stormed Palm Beach and Mar-a-Lago, the Justice Department said making the search warrant public poses a risk to the safety of the materials sought in the investigation. The U.S. believes there's good cause to keep the warrant sealed because the integrity in the investigation might be compromised and evidence might be destroyed. He's had it for 20 months. Uh, If it was something that urgent that needed to be destroyed, I would assume it would have been destroyed. And knowing Donald Trump as well as I know it, I doubt he ever looked at a single box. Anyway, that's what they believe. That's what they're saying is the cause. Uh, the search warrant application signed by an FBI agent, his name redacted, states that the agent believes the Bureau will uncover evidence of crime of a crime and the contraband fruits of a crime or other illegally possessed materials. Well, nothing happened to Hillary Clinton. So why should something happen to Donald Trump? I mean, do you see we don't have equal justice. Nothing, nothing happened to all the FBI agents that lied to FISA court judges. Nothing, not one thing. Uh, Trump did produce evidence that he had declassified the Mar-a-Lago documents in October 2020 and January of 2021. Epic Times is reporting, the media mob is ignoring, that the former president noted in two truth social posts that in October of 2020, he wrote on his now-deleted Twitter account, quote, I have fully authorized the total declassification of any and all documents pertaining to the single greatest political crime in American history, the Russia hoax, adding likewise the Hillary Clinton email scandal, no redactions. Now, Trump also cited a memorandum from January of 2021, January 19th, the day before Joe Biden's inauguration, to declassify, quote, certain materials related to the Crossfire Hurricane investigation. He wrote in January of 2021, I determined that the materials and Crossfire Hurricane binder should be declassified to the maximum extent possible. In response, under a cover letter dated January 17, 2021, 
The FBI noted its continued objection to any further declassification of the materials in the binder. Of course, they don't want it out. And Trump then added at the time, I hereby declassify the remaining materials in the binder. This is my final determination under the declassification review that I have directed the attorney general to implement the redactions proposed in the FBI's January 17th submission and return to the White House an appropriate redacted copy. Months before that memo was issued on Twitter, Trump wrote all of the Russia hoax scandal information was declassified by him a long time ago. Uh, one D DOJ counterintelligence chief claiming that Mar-a-Lago's investigation is in its early stages. And I'm thinking about the early stages. So a senior official with the Biden DOJ saying that to a magistrate judge that hates Trump and loves Obama, that this is now in its early stage. And I'm thinking that sounds a lot like they have to develop much of a case against Trump that they haven't done so yet. So they're so it's exactly what I said, what my instincts told me on day one. That this has always been a fishing expedition. Anyway, the Epic Times says the DOJ chief counterintelligence ex, uh, export control section uh, told the U.S. magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt on Thursday this investigation is open. It's in its early stages. The government is very concerned about the safety of the witnesses in these cases. So redacted names. That's fine. We don't want to put anybody uh, in danger. And that may put a chill. But this may put a chill on other witnesses coming forward. Now, you notice, Linda, they never redact my information when they leak my text messages again and again and again and again oh, no. and again. All 57 uh, pages nope. of it. Yeah, no no concern about my safety. So how do they know their case against Trump has national security overtones, which outweigh public interest if the FBI's investigation is still in the early stages? They're not, they're not making any sense in what they're saying or what it is that they're doing. And the FBI division overseeing the investigation of the president's handling of classified material at his Mar-a-Lago residence uh, is also the focus of special counsel John Durham's investigation of the Bureau's alleged abuses of power and corruption and political bias during their years-long Russiagate probe of Donald Trump. The FBI's nine-hour, 30-agent raid of the former president's estate is part of the counterintelligence case run out of Washington, not Miami, not the Miami field office, as has widely been reported. And according to the FBI case documents and sources with knowledge of the matter, Paul Sperry did a great column on this, the Bureau's counterintelligence division led the 2016-17 Russia collusion investigation, codenamed Crossfire Hurricane. I mean, you can't make this up, although, you know, Peter Strzok was fired after the disclosure of his vitriolic anti-Trump text. Several members of the team remain. I'm sure, they're probably still talking to their buddy Peter. So, you know, how Garland, you know, could have definitely hurt the DOJ's fight to keep the affidavit sealed. Andy McCarthy broke that down uh, and keep the affidavit on the FBI's uh, raid on the, the president's sealed you know, we'll see what their redaction is. The judge says the government's not met the burden of showing why the entire Trump FBI raid affidavit should be remain sealed. Why he gave it back to them to do the redactions, I can't explain. Uh, Trump's spokesperson said the American people should see the unredacted FBI raid. But you have every idiot on TV saying Donald Trump really doesn't want that. If he didn't really want that, he wouldn't be saying it. Government argues unsealing it would be unwise given the volatile state of the nation. 
Government prosecutor Jay Bratt say, said unsealing the document would provide a roadmap of an ongoing investigation still in its early stages. The judge says a portion of the affidavit related to the Trump FBI raid can be unsealed. Anyway, so I'm, we're watching all of this. It's, it's this, is, this is such a sad, pathetic state that this country is in. When we, you never, I never thought we'd have unequal justice or a dual justice system. I never thought we'd have a president as lawless as this one, Joe Biden, and nobody seems to care. He lied about never talking the one time to his son about his foreign business dealings. And meanwhile, we have all the evidence you could ever want. They've had it for what, going on three years now? The laptop from hell? Crimes, evidence of crimes all over that laptop, implicating Joe Biden himself, meeting personally with Hunter Biden's foreign business partners. Nothing happens. The real quid pro quo, nothing happens. Hillary, you know, her server clean with bleach pit, deleting 33,000 emails that they know had top secret classified information on it. No raid of their house. The FBI upper echelon that go ahead and sign a warrant that they were warned not to use the dossier on, and they used it anyway. They said it was verified. They lied when they said it was verified because it's unverifiable. And they did it for a whole year. Nobody's held accountable there. There's no raids of their homes. There's no frogmen. There's no fake news CNN cameras. This, this is not equal justice under the law in this country. Now, if you think this election doesn't matter, think again. Because law and order, safety and security in every town and every city is on the ballot in November. You know, secure borders and obeying the law and enforcing immigration laws is on the ballot. You know, getting rid of woke education in favor of reading, writing, math, science, history and, and computers, that's on the ballot. Going back to energy independence, that is on the ballot. Lowering inflation by lowering taxes and, and burdensome regulation, that is on the ballot. You know, beginning the process of fixing the mess that they have created in every aspect of our lives is on the ballot. That's why, you know, in 80, what, three days or so, you're going to have a chance to speak out. And if America chooses wisely, we can turn the ship around because conservative principles, when applied, they always work. It just takes about a year and a half, two years to do it. I wish I could tell you you can snap your fingers. You can't. Uh, 800-941-SEAN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. I saw a Daily Mail piece that uh, Breitbart is putting out, apparently, a movie, My Son Hunter. <laughs> oh, man. I can imagine the crack scenes, the hooker scenes. Uh, we'll see what we'll see how accurate that is. That's going to be fun to watch. Uh, listen, 82% of Americans worried about paying for housing. This new poll came out, 2,000 people survey, 62% are somewhat or very concerned about being able to afford housing in the coming years. 69% said they are somewhat or very worried about higher home prices in general. Home prices will likely come down as interest rates continue to go up. Uh, Rasmussen uh, has come out with a slew of polls showing Republicans' lead in the uh, generic balloting is down. Well, I tend to trust Trafalgar, Robert Gahaley, Insider Advantage, Matt Towery, uh, John McLaughlin and Rasmussen, and, well, it turns out that Rasmussen is showing Republicans are gaining in the congressional generic ballot, uh, in spite of what you're reading and hearing and seeing. Um, we have this other story that we're following as well, and and this is going to get interesting to watch over time. 
the as Matt Gates will join us later, we'll talk about it. Apparently, documents have been uncovered that show the administration of Joe Biden is trying to use the Department of Homeland Security to become the new Ministry of Truth. And I thought we shut this all down and they want to shut down dissent on social media platforms. In other words, it's a social media version of the fairness doctrine, you know, all under the banner of so-called disinformation. You might remember the the person that they had tapped to do this job the last time was guilty of misinformation, labeling Hunter Biden's laptop as Russian misinformation. Anyway, an audit report from the Department of State, quote, we recommend the DHS develop a unified strategy to counter disinformation campaigns that appear on social media. Let me translate. We want to censor and shut up conservatives and we'll decide for you what's true and what isn't true. Ministry of Truth. And it was earlier this year the administration faced a backlash for this disinformation board because it was the very woman that pushed the big lie that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. We were told that this whole thing was disbanded and they were putting it aside. These new documents appear to suggest otherwise and suggest that the Biden team is now undertaking a more unified uh, approach throughout the entire Department of Homeland Security. Oh, they don't like what you tweet? I wonder, are they going to try and do it to Truth Social, Donald Trump's platform? All right, 25 to the top of the hour. This, this is, this is you know, you can't make this up kind of stuff. Perfect timing. Two weeks after Biden's FBI raids a former president's home, the first time in history. Now, I am getting rumblings. I have not been able to confirm, but I'm getting rumblings that there might be a paper trail, a paper trail that will prove definitively that, in fact, the White House knew that they were in the loop and their denials have been false. We'll see. I'm following I'm following a lead. I want to be very clear here. But uh, I have people pointing me in the right direction. Biden's planning on hosting a unity summit to bring together Republicans and Democrats at the White House after the FBI raids, raided Donald Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago. According to Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, she announced Biden's plans to host the summit in a statement, noting that the president wanted to counter the corrosive effects of hate-fueled violence on our democracy and public safety. The United We Stand Summit will bring together heroes from across America who are leading historic work in their communities to build bridges and address hate division, including survivors of hate-fueled violence. How about you just refund the police? Why don't we start with something basic? Gallup found that 80% of Americans worry about crime, fear for their lives, because everyday criminals are terrorizing communities thanks to the policies of people like Joe Biden and people in his party. Uh, maybe the first person he should talk to about this would be his vice president, Kamala Harris. They're not going to stop talking about the riots in 2020. They're not going to stop. They shouldn't stop. Beware. Take note. They're not going to stop. Then, and they shouldn't stop. And we're not going to stop. Okay. Maybe if you really care about safety and security in neighborhoods, how about you refund the police? How about you install competent judges? How about you uh, get rid of cashless bail and no bail laws? How about you uh, stop dropping serious felonies to misdemeanors? I don't know if you saw the tape. We've been airing it on Hannity this week. Of this guy getting cold cocked from behind. Uh, knocked out cold, had a, uh, you know, had had damage, literally physically damaged. He had a concussion, 
Uh, why are we reducing sentencing for major crimes? Why are we releasing dangerous criminals from prison? You know, criminals roam the street with impunity. They get busted. They're out before the cops even finish up the paperwork. How about we do that st instead of these photo ops the things? Um, people in West Virginia, I want you to pay very close attention. It has to do with your Senator Joe Manchin. Because it looks like Joe Manchin just had the rug pulled out from under him. Um, and by the way, is there any doubt that Chucky Schumer knew this was coming when he decided to take Manchin to the cleaners? Because Joe Manchin just got rolled by Schumer and Nancy Pelosi. This was not this, this was not hard to figure out. Pelosi's House Democrats are about to pull the rug out from under Manchin's much celebrated surprise deal with Schumer, which enabled the so-called it's really the Inflation Increasing Act and the Tax on the Poor Middle Class and People on Fixed Income Act. Anyway, but to get Manchin's support, if you recall, Schumer had promised the gullible West Virginia senator. Uh, that Democrats would support the construction of a pipeline being built by a Manchin donor in his home state to the state of Virginia. Manchin took the bait, hook, line, and sinker, kind of faster than a West Virginia tourist at a uh, three-card Monty table in Times Square. Uh, but anyway, now with the Inflation Reduction Act, really the Tax the Poor Middle Class and People on Fixed Income Act, Pelosi's House Democrats say they have no intention of ever supporting Manchin's pipeline deal. Washington Times, House Democrats are saying that Senator Joe Manchin, they won't honor the deal he made with party leaders to secure his vote on Biden's massive spending and tax law. They plan to break the promise Biden and Democrats and congressional Democratic leaders made to Mr. Manchin. Now, is any of this a surprise? Joe Manchin, um, don't you feel like you would take it to the cleaners? Why did you believe them? Why would you trust Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi? Are you really that gullible? I mentioned 62% of Americans worried about paying for housing. Half of America's companies say they're not hiring anymore. A new survey that came out, 52% of American businesses have implemented hiring freezes. This is predictable when you are raising interest rates to fight record high inflation. Uh, just like the housing starts, now down 10%, the slowest since the housing crash, 2008, nine, whatever year it was. Um, the Biden inflation nightmare now has middle-class families turning to food banks. Now, we've been reporting on this for a long time. There is in my town a food bank. And my friends, I have friends that work there. If I had more time, I would, I would... I would be glad to generously donate my time. I would have no problem. I want to do it, but I just don't have time. So I do the next best thing. As I, I donate to the food bank. And the lines are so long some weeks. They open it once a week, and you get groceries for the week. And you see people pulling up in, you know, some will have a BMW. Some will have you know, a nice car, Range Rover, whatever they're driving. The problem, and you might think they're taking advantage of the system. How can they be owning this car and be going? The problem is, is they can't make ends meet. They bought their home under an assumption that the economy would not tank to this extent. They didn't budget for the $6,800 a couple in inflation costs caused by Joe Biden. They didn't. They didn't budget for record high gas prices. That means you're going to pay close to 2000 additional dollars this year in gasoline. So you're looking at people, you know, with a $10,000 increase in 
in payments that they have to make every year. And that leaves little money for even the basics like food. Anyway, so they passed this anti-inflation legislation, supposedly, that does nothing to curb inflation but raise taxes on the poor middle class and people on fixed incomes. But food insecurity, this is on foxbusiness.com, and tightening of the family budget is now apparent at these nation's food banks. Industry leaders telling Fox News Digital that the middle class families are waiting in the longest lines that some locations have ever seen. We've never seen so many people online, said Karen Aaron, president and CEO of the Feeding Westchester. Westchester County in New York is not a poor county. As a matter of fact, it's the highest tax county in the country. I live in the second highest tax county in the country, Nassau County. Westchester is the second wealthiest county in the state of New York. We have seen even more of a shift with the middle class, especially due to businesses being shut down, a lot of people finding themselves out of work due to COVID that we saw this influx. And now it's even gotten worse and people are not able to catch up like they thought they would have by now, according to the head of the food bank. And this is happening all across the country. You know, you think we'd learn from other countries' mistakes, right? I mean, look at what, look at what Western Europe did by allowing themselves to give in to, and capitulate to their climate alarmist cult members and give up their energy independence and shut down their nuclear plants and shut down their coal-fired energy grid, et cetera, et cetera, and rely on Vladimir Putin for all of your energy needs, Germany in particular. Anyway, so there was an interesting uh, piece in The Hill as Democrats are celebrating what they claim is the most sweeping climate legislation ever. Uh, Europeans are now facing what they're calling a deadly winter because of their stupid decision to abandon fossil fuels and energy independence and transition to green energy. And anyway, the report goes on to say, wonder what would happen if the Green New Deal took hold in the U.S.? Well, a deadly winter is the result of Europe's own green energy experiment, a combination of utopian climate initiatives, inflation, a decline in American fossil fuel production, could lead to as many as several hundred thousand deaths across the continent this winter. Europe's efforts to replace traditional energy with green sources have been disastrous. I keep telling you, we don't have the technology. And it's not going to be here anytime soon. And I'm defining soon as like the next two decades. Germany, for example, spent $150 billion on renewable energy sources in their own version of their Green New Deal, only to find itself with some of the highest energy prices in the world and wind power production plummeting by a quarter in early 2021. Meanwhile, France and Great Britain, they banned fracking within the past five years after a Putin-funded effort supporting green groups and cloaked in progressive buzzwords campaigned heavily to stop the practice. The U.S. has been filling in that crucial gap in Europe's natural gas for almost a decade, but declining American production means that the ability to save the day is now more than more limited. The head of the International Energy Agency is already predicting energy shortages on a mass scale in Europe this winter. A bitterly cold winter and a sharp decline of constant heating could potentially trigger a six-figure increase in deaths continent-wide. Thanks to Joe Biden, we're now making the same stupid mistake. That's all happened. I got to wonder, considering they, we've now reported on this a number of times, Vladimir Putin was was funding these climate extremist groups. You got to wonder 
You think maybe money from outside the United States is coming in so we make the same dumb mistakes that, that Europe made? You have, to, you have to ask the question. Certainly possible. Home sales down 6% in July. Housing market has now slid into a recession, according to reports. Not good. And it's only going to get worse. New home construction is plummeting. Sale of uh, pre-existing homes is plummeting. Prices will soon plummet. Nobody's going to want to give up their 30-year fixed mortgage at 2 3 4%. They're not going to want to do it. I'm telling you. Uh, the DOJ, we talked about that earlier. Uh, that was the wrong sheet that I wanted to pull up here. An author admits that he'd ignore Hunter Biden having corpses of children in his basement to keep Donald Trump from winning. Author, podcast host, some guy. Do you ever hear of Sam Harris, Linda? Never heard of him. I, I actually saw this. It's It's absurd. So he said the quiet part out loud during a recent appearance on the podcast, comparing former President Trump to an asteroid headed to the Earth and admitting that he would have excused Hunter Biden for having the corpses of children in his basement to keep Trump from the White House. Video of the podcast made its way into Twitter on Wednesday. It showed an animated Harris explaining just how big a threat he believed Donald Trump was. But that, that is the insanity of Trump derangement uh, syndrome. It absolutely is true. Um, anyway, 800 right? Sean. What's up? He's also a, a rabid atheist. He's the same guy that, you know, doesn't believe that there's a God, that all of this came from whatever. You know, this is the same. I mean, to me, like, if, if you don't believe in God, then I guess corpses of children is a funny joke to make if you're saying that that is not as horrible as having Trump as president. Um, it's just ridiculous. Oh, it's uh, Alec Baldwin. I don't know if you saw this on Mediaite. Feared Trump supporters would kill him. After the former president commented on what happened to uh, this woman, Miss Hutchins, when she was killed on the set of that movie. And now, by the way, experts this week or last, was it? Yeah, it was this week. Experts said that there's no way he didn't pull the trigger like he claimed to George Stephanopoulos. Well, it's changing every day. Now, now it's, oh, well, it wasn't my job to know whether they were dummies or whether they were real bullets. That wasn't my job. I had a person for that. You know, he's one of these guys, you know, typical liberal. It's not my fault. It's somebody else's fault. No accountability. I'm like, dude, gun was in your hand. You pulled the trigger. Sorry. Like, it's your fault. I got some good news for Humpty Dumpty. Oh, yeah? Do you miss him yet? Oh, terrible. And his theme song. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had It isn't old for me yet. I still love it like all I did yesterday. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. Anyway, <laughs> I, I thought he probably would go to Media Matters. Oh, I mean, for sure. I really want this guy? I mean, he's got nothing a but a, a... Well, the Babylon Bee offered him a job on Thursday afternoon. No, they did After he didn't. got fired. They did. Are you sure that wasn't one of their funny articles? Are you sure you're not getting punked right now? I, I'm just I'm just reading from what it says. The Babylon. Are you reading Bee. from the Babylon Bee about the Babylon correct. Bee? Uh, correct. <laughs> I don't know. It says, "Hey, uh, anyway, Babylon <laughs> Bee CEO, a guy named Seth Dillon, yeah, quickly awesome. extended the offer to Stelter on social media, tweeting to Humpty, "Hey, Humpty, uh, would you be interested in working at, for the Bee? We're looking for your talent with experience, putting out." Funny fake news. You come highly recommended. Shoot me a direct message if you're interested. I love that you guy. Know, He's so funny, do, man. He, I, I don't take any joy in this. I, I wish I could. 
I, I, you know, I don't really feel anything. I just don't know that he's he's a jackass and has been a jackass Fox News Hannity stalker. Um, but it never he never bothered me. Like it just I, he like, really yeah. bothers me a lot, actually. And I think the problem I is think, is that I don't know who they're going to put in this place. Is it going to be a lot worse? Probably. Well, they they canceled the program, but they do some newsletter apparently. And remember, I talked about his sidekick, some guy named Oliver. This guy, oh, yeah. every time I'm out in public, this guy walks up to me and says, hey, it's it's me. And I'm like, hi, do I know you? Hi, me. This has happened a few times. <laughs> I don't know this guy, Oliver. All right, he says, mm-hmm. no, no, it's me, me, Oliver. I'm like, did we ever meet before? I wonder if he knows Ben Sass, because that's a Ben Sass move. <laughs> yeah, that's a Ben Sass. I'm like, am I supposed to know you? But I always Honestly, that, that was, was his, his big ambition in life was was to become Humpty. His dream has just come true. He's now empty. The wall is empty. Climb on up. All right. Due to your love for MyPillow products and your support, the original MySlippers are almost completely sold out. And because of this, Mike Lindell now launching brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. Limited time only. Slippers are made with a four-layer design to ensure your comfort. They also have breathable fabrics. You can wear it all year round. The slides, the sandals are extremely comfortable, durable due to their patented impact gel. Mike guarantees these will be the most comfortable footwear you will ever own. And by the way, a 60-day satisfaction money-back guarantee if it's not. This incredible offer won't be around long. Slippers, slides, sandals as low as $29.98. Just go to the Sean Hannity Square when you go to MyPillow.com or call and mention my name. Uh, 800-919-6090. Don't forget to mention my name to get this special offer. Or go to MyPillow.com, Sean Hannity Square. I see Alec Baldwin said, This tragic episode of the shooting on the set of Rust, it's taken years off my life, and it's cost him professionally. And then he blames other people. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.